Hi everyone, I'm Greg Lambert, and this is the In Seclusion podcast miniseries. Today's guest is embedded into the justice system in Southern California and has weathered this current storm of a pandemic, an economic crisis, and racial unrest. That experience has taught him how to see it and write it and find ways to come out on the other side ready to change and adapt to the next series of challenges. Well, Cornell, thank you very much for taking the time to talk with me. It's good to catch up with you. Good to be with you, Greg. Cornell Winston is law librarian at the United States Attorney's Office in Southern California. So looking back now at the beginning of the pandemic, how have you had to change the way that you've worked and how does it affect the library operations at, at your organization? Well, before I begin, uh, let me say the thoughts uh, that I'm going to share are my own. They are not those of the U.S. Attorney's Office for the Central District of California, where I work, or the Department of Justice. So make sure it's my own. All right. So the question, how things have changed. How, when we started this time, uh, I thought, number one, it was going to be a very short time. And so uh, our office had been reluctant for individuals to telework for many years. And all of a sudden, in literally a matter of days, uh, we had to switch 600 people from going in the office to working from home. And uh, so we've had to change a whole lot of things, how we, how I just interacted with individuals. Uh, I would walk the halls uh, in our office. We have on like six floors. I'd walk the halls and sometimes just check in with individuals uh, or they'd come by the library space. You can't do that now. Uh, so I've had a lot more email uh, requests, call-in requests, uh, which has made it kind of difficult because sometimes you're a little proactive in what you do, but you can't do that uh, when you can't see people face to face. So, so that's really been the, the big, big change. And and how about for the the services there? What what have you been doing to support uh, your office and and the attorneys um, that that are there? Well. I haven't been in the office since April 1st. So, you know, two and a half months almost now. Uh, we have a large class of spring externs that some of them were housed in the library. And so you would train them there. You would answer their questions. The department has a lot of resources so you don't have to reinvent the wheel. Uh, and so individuals would come asking a question when they're stumped. Since we've been teleworking, that extern class left. Uh, there was another summer class. The summer class started uh, earlier this month. And my training has just been totally different, really almost non-existent. I, don't, I get them passwords. I don't know who they are. I can't communicate. I don't know what they're working on. It's not like they're in the back of the library that I could go, okay, what do you guys need? I'm, I'm here to help. Uh, some of that, some of the training uh, that people have asked for uh, has been over the phone, one to one. Usually, I'll have some kind of class monthly, and we haven't been able to do that. And so, it's it's uh, it's been a learning curve. It really has. I can imagine. Did the uh, program start and end on time, or were they delayed at all? No, they they started and ended on time. They they weren't delayed. Yeah, I but, just know that yeah, a lot of, like with our law firm, we, we pushed, we were almost, uh, I think, three or four weeks behind on getting 
our summer associates in. So kudos to you for at least getting them, them in and out on time. Well, you know, part of our thing that we have to do, unfortunately, to work for our agency, you have to go through an extensive background check. And so part of that, is because it's timed, uh, you need to be done. So you're really ready in April to come to the office just to make sure that your, your background's done, you're, you're, you're not a security risk to come in our space to engage in our network. You know, so. What's been some of the biggest challenges that you've had to face over the past couple of months? And then hopefully then you can, you can tell me some of the successes that you've had as, as well. Well, you know, the, the changes has just been how you interact with people, not being able to see them, not being able to talk to them. Not Our office is in the L.A. office. Where there's a, a Santa Ana branch, Riverside branch. But the L.A. branch is in two offices. One's the federal building, one's in the old courthouse. And so I would shuttle back and forth from the criminal division to the civil division. So you're going back and forth and um, not being able to do that, you know, has meant there's some work that possibly could be done that's not being done. Uh, the flip side, though, is that a lot of my work is generated because uh, of the number of trials that we do. And since the court has been closed, we haven't had any trials. So uh, some of that you know, day-to-day immediate work hasn't been there. So that's that's been difficult to, to kind of is there, is there a time frame that the, to start the trials back up, or are they still playing it by ear? They're still playing it by ear. There are certain phases that they're going through. Uh, last week, uh, the court entered into phase one of bringing some people back in, and they're, they're hoping by the 22nd uh, they can resume some sort of operations. Right. I shouldn't say all trials haven't stopped because, you know, it, whether if it's COVID or, or economic shutdown or whatever, uh, crime still goes on. Yeah. And so individuals are caught, you, you know, you still have to uh, have them appear at initial appearance and right. that whole gambit of things that has to be done. But things like jury trials have still not resumed. Jury trials won't resume. And, you know, some of the things that I can read in the, in the legal newspaper, you're looking at, September at the early, the state has been saying maybe in September right. uh, criminal trials will resume, but civil won't resume until next year. Wow. And I can imagine that will probably be on the federal level. Uh, as well. All right. Turn, turn this around for us. What's been some of the things that, uh, that you feel like you've done very well the last couple of months? Well, the other hat that I wear is uh, I'm the supervisor of the record center. And we have tried for a long time, I'm not going to say years, but I'll just say a long time (laughs) to get a procedures manual done. Hmm. And so for these last two months, we've worked on our procedures manual and uh, you don't realize how extensive an operation it is until you actually sit down and walk through step by step by step. And I'll admit I'm, I'm, trying to do a little forward thinking because uh, the two members of the record center staff, they are, both of them have said they're at retirement age. Right. And uh, one individual said, if there's a buyout, I'm out. (laughs) Did you say me too? Me too. (laughs) (laughs) And I said, if if you go out, uh, the last time something happened, 
we were given two weeks mm. and 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 those individuals who were who were leaving they checked out don't right. you you know you 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 could barely ask them their name and get a coherent answer right and so i said you know what let me get this manual done so i can get a little institutional memory on paper that's great uh, see how it's done because i don't do the day-to-day so i don't know the shortcuts so i mean that's been one success we 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 got that manual done uh, okay. the other thing though as a solo my, i'll go back to failures my scary part is I haven't done open mail for two months. I know. I know. It's horrible to think of, about. My my CFO uh, joked to me, he said he could build one heck of a package fort with all the uh, books that are that are on the desk. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm with you. Well, let's, let's talk about long term here. So, as we get beyond the immediate issues, um, and and not necessarily beyond, but where where we where we need to take action more than what we're able to right now. So we have really three major things going on at the moment. We have the pandemic with its issues of closing and now hopefully reopening workplaces. Uh, we have the economic issues and unemployment uh, that are related to to that and just when you thought you know murder hornets were the were the worst things you know the the ugly issue of racism you know police brutality raises its head again so we've got a lot of things going on as we get back to work and as you start getting back into the groove of things. What do you see as some of the long-term changes of the services that you're providing? Well, one thing I know is that, like I said earlier, our office was really reluctant to let people telework, And because you had to do it, there are many individuals who have communicated in these last two months that they ain't coming back. <laughs> yes. You know, there, there's some that work in our office, that especially the downtown office, so they may have to take a, a train ride that's an hour and a half to two hours. And, you know, you think four hours of your day is spent commuting to come to a job that for the last two months you have done at home. Yeah. And you haven't missed a beat. I mean, that's been the drum of the office. You know, we function, we've done with. And I could see, number one, people are coming back. Which means for the library, I'm going to have to make sure I service them remotely. I communicate better Mm. than uh, what we have. I was thinking about some things to do, like with our summer experts that that are here. Maybe I may have to do a, a video of what the library has to offer. You know, my my tutorial that takes me 10, 15 minutes, this one may have to be video. And to kind of walk them through of, of some of the things that are there. Uh, part of it is I just, you know, things are going to change because I know I may escape this year because my budget report has to be in in July. But I, I can see our budget individuals say, you haven't used those book resources in two months. Mm-hmm. Why are you, why are we going to keep them? You've used them and uh, you've used it. There's some things that we have electronically that uh, we keep the book 
And I can see someone saying, why, why are we doing that? Yeah. Why are we doing that? Budgetary pressure says, don't do that. So those may be at least a few changes that I can see coming. The other thing I think is that is the spill off of uh, we'll see how the court changes operations. Yeah. And because uh, a lot of my work is spilled off from there. All right. Well, Cornell, I appreciate you taking some time to to talk with me. Are, are, are you holding up okay with it all? Holding up okay. Holding up okay. The the the, the benefit of being gray. <laughs> I, I'll call it my COVID beard, since I don't have to go anywhere. I don't have shade. There you go. Um, is that this isn't the first economic downturn? This isn't the first civil unrest gone through. It isn't the. It is. You know, I, I kind of laughed with my with my uh, my youngest, my daughter. She's twenty four. She's fired up, gung ho, and can't believe it. I'm like, oh, baby girl, you you. <laughs> <laughs> if you only knew, if you only knew. So, you know, when you see it, you you learn how to write it. You know that we won't always have COVID. We won't always be in an economic downturn. And hopefully we won't have to go through the the uh, protests for civil justice and uh, dealing with police brutality. I think for me, at least, that's been the most disheartening time. Yeah. These last couple of weeks to see that, but you know, the, the benefits of a, of a memory is that uh, this too shall pass, and so hopefully it will be better. Uh, I hope so too. Pass. All right, my friend. Well, thank you very much for taking the time to talk with me. It's great. Thank to you to be with you, Greg. Thanks again to Cornell Winston for joining me. Remember, we may all be in seclusion, but we're in this together. If you have any questions or suggestions, you can reach out to me on Twitter at @glambert. In Seclusion is produced by Janice Anderson, and the music is by Jerry David DeSecca. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>